Hey guys, welcome to the second episode of the Sunday Lover Podcast. Um, I am recording these like when I drive to work, when I'm doing something that I'm just like chilling because otherwise to find the time I like have to wake up earlier or something and that is not, that won't make a good me if I have to do that. So why not just drive and chat? So that's what I'm doing. Um, today's podcast, I'm gonna talk about how I started just because that's such a popular topic and a really common asked question to me and um yeah so I my boutique is four years old um I opened in I opened a brick and mortar in 2018 but I opened my online store in 2017 actually and I got a credit card and I remember the limit was six thousand dollars and I thought to myself, what the heck am I going to do with all this money? <laughs> Which it's not really money, right? It's a credit limit. But in my head, I thought I had $6,000 to spend. And I thought, well, if I invest it in something, I can make this $6,000, $12,000 instead of just spending it on silly stuff. Which sometimes I, I do. I mean, we all do that. So I thought, well, you know, I'm going to buy some clothes and resell them on the internet because boutiques were kind of popping off on Instagram at the time. They were like massive, like big, big, now they're big stores, but they were starting at the time. Um, and they were starting with giveaways and stuff like that. So I just thought, yeah, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try this too. So I started to Google, um, how to open a boutique, like what, what licenses I need. Um, how to open a website and thankfully Shopify was like my first pick to host my site which Shopify is so easy if you are looking for a website definitely um use Shopify I wish I had like a code for them or something but um I think they have like seven free days yeah and I I just did it overnight I came up with the name and I was thinking about favorite things that I love and Sundays were one of my favorite days of the week at the time I mean they still kind of are but now I work a lot on Sundays so it's kind of sad but I you know my parents would work six days a week Sundays were the only day off when we were growing up so like it was a day for us to all hang out go to church go to eat dress up so I thought Sunday's cute and Sunday has a correlation to clothes for me so I chose Sunday and then I was writing down Um, you know, other words that can go with Sunday. And I came up with on a Sunday, actually. But I think the Instagram or the website was taken. I'm not sure which one. I don't remember. So I had to change that. So then I just came up with on next Sunday. And I thought, oh, this is cute. Um, And it stuck. So then that was my online store. Honestly, it was terrible. No one really bought anything. Maybe my mom and my sisters. But it was bad. So I gave up pretty easily. Um... I just kind of stopped posting. I had my, all my clothes there, but I had to get myself out of that debt. I still had a job. And yeah, I kind of like said, nah, I'm not going to do it. So I decided I wanted to travel for a few months. Um, I was working remotely, so I was able to like travel, travel through Europe for a little bit and then South America. And while I was gone, I kind of had this itch again for a brick and mortar because there was not any really in the city that I'm from, El Paso, Texas. Um, there really was no boutiques. Now there's more, but there was nothing really like a big city had. And I love to go shopping when I was out of town. And I thought, well, why not bring something like that to 
El Paso because we need it, you know. And I remember talking to a friend and she's like, oh, yeah, I went to Target this morning to buy a shirt for a baby shower. And I was like, oh, I turned my blinker off. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like she could have gone to my store instead to buy the shirt for the baby shower. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go back home. I'm going to I'm going to do this. I'm going to open this boutique. have never worked a day of retail in my life. Let me tell you. And had like $20 to my name probably. But I was like determined to figure it out. So I came home. I found a space. I called the landlord. And honestly, the landlord, I didn't know what they were going to like expect from me. Um, and I asked them, I'm like, what do you need? Like, what are the expectations like for me to sign this lease? It was a five-year lease, very long. And they were like, um, we just need like you to sign and we need like a deposit. And I was like, that's it. Like, they're not going to run my credit. They're not going to ask. Like, I didn't have anything. I lived at home. I'm 25 years old. At the time I was 24 when I was asking these questions, I'm like, okay, like playing it cool. Really honestly, not even thinking that they would give me a lease or anything um I was honestly expecting having expecting to have to ask my parents to like co-sign or sign it for me or something like that but no they just they just let me do it which is weird because now every time I sign a lease it's way different process they like ask for financials and they ask for so many things um and that time they just did not ask for anything I guess they were desperate um so I was like all right well let me do this I'm gonna do it I'm gonna sign and I made my appointment to sign and they were like okay you need a ten thousand dollar cashier's check um when you come tomorrow or it was like when you come on two days from now or something and i'm like okay but let me tell you i did not have ten thousand dollars in my bank account um and i'm like shoot where am i gonna get this money like i'm not gonna tell them no i don't want to wait to save this is gonna take me months to come up with ten thousand dollars and i don't want to ask people for money So I went on the internet and I was like, fast loans, fast overnight loans, like quick loans. And I found someone who would lend me $10,000 in two days and send it to my bank account. The interest rate was high, but I did not care. I was like, okay. I sat down and I mapped out like, I'm going to pay for this. I have to sell this many shirts to pay for this, this many shirts to pay for this, blah, blah, blah. Right? So yeah I did that I got the $10,000 and I walked in with my cashier's check gave it to them and um yeah got my keys no I didn't get my keys I had to wait four months for the store to be built out and then I got my keys so whatever during that time I was like studying how to set up my website studying um what I need so ordering hangers you know planning out the the build out I had to put the racks me and my dad put up the racks ourselves in my first store and um you know planning events meeting people learning instagram learning how to market on instagram all this stuff ordering clothes i so i got a loan for the ten thousand for the space and then all the clothes and everything else that was in the store that i needed i used credit cards i took out a few which i don't recommend but honestly if like if there's a will there's a way like if you're gonna make it work and you're gonna you have to you will and i like planned out how it would pay it off i obviously didn't have rent payment or anything I lived at home so I knew I wouldn't have to worry about all of that stuff um if something went wrong I could just put it all back into my business so yeah um where am I let's see so I'm planning it all out and then I finally get my keys after a much long awaited time it took forever it seemed like the longest four or five months of my life 
Finally got my keys. Okay, had my dad help me build out the store. Had my sister come into town. We steamed everything. We tagged everything. And I made a big... Um, I hyped up the grand opening for like two weeks. I had fruit flowers. I had... I don't remember what else I had. Really cool things. Honestly, it was a great grand opening. And I was expecting to make about $2,000 to $3,000 I'm like that day. I'm like, if I make this much money, like, oh my gosh, I can pay this off. I can pay this off. And that's going to be such an amazing day. And I can't imagine like, um, like I can't imagine how good this business will do if I can hit this goal. So yeah, had my grand opening. It was honestly amazing. Like El Paso <laughs> turned uh, out like, or like the people from El Paso and my life turned, uh, I don't know how to say turned up for it turned out. I don't know. But they came and supported the store, and I made $6,000 in my first day. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, like, um, I'm like, this is insane. Like, $6,000 is so much money, I would never imagine that I could make that much in a day. You know, stuff like that. And I had to, I didn't have anyone. I was expecting, like, me to just run the register, me to help people in the fitting room, me to do everything that day. But there was, like, 300 people who came through, and just kidding that was exaggerating maybe like 150 (laughs) who came through and so I needed help on the register I needed help in the fitting rooms and thankfully my sisters were there some of my best friends were there and they kind of just jumped like everyone was like what do you need help with we'll figure it out we'll learn it and someone got the fitting rooms I taught someone how to do the register that day um and then I was like mingling and stuff like that so yeah that was really fun so then I was so excited that I thought man I can just if I can make this on Saturdays, like, I don't have to be open the rest of the week. Um, this will be amazing. Like, people love this. Like, they're so excited. It's going to pop off so fast. And, I mean, it did do well for a little bit. And then, um, definitely not $6,000 anymore. But, I mean, we're back up to that now. Think, like, but I have three stores now. So, it's, like, a totally different different ball game I mean you have way more expenses as well but um yeah so I went you know kept like having events and I would plan events thinking this turnout would be the same and like no one would show up my mom would show up my sister would show up that's it my grandma would show up or the vendor I asked to pop up would show up and that's pretty much all that would show up and had a few of those and thought man like grand openings are like amazing and exciting but then like it's like whoa you have to deal with the rest of the business too and you kind of forget about that because you're so excited about opening it and then you're like okay wait this is actually like my life now and I have to figure out how to make it work and people are not gonna come out like that for just every casual day (laughs) um so yeah I had to figure out ways to bring people in because people you know, it's closed. Like, Target was down the street. Burlington was down the street. Amazon is online. Um, Zara. Everyone. Everyone. And I was kind of really naive to that, which was really good because I don't think I would have opened if I wasn't. Um, so I started posting. I came out with this new thing that was, like, New Arrival Wednesdays. And we still do that to today. That's something we've never... We strayed from it for, like, two months one time. And then we're like, no, no, no. We need to go back but, um, yeah, so I would post my try-ons and I literally still do this to, to today. Like this is what I built my business on and like, it's still 
what helps. So on every Wednesday, I would pull out my Instagram and they're pretty cringe. The quality sucks. And I would do a try on in a mirror and that would honestly sell things out. Like it would bring people in. If I wasn't posting on Instagram, my store was quiet, dead. Um, that would bring people in to buy that thing. They would ask me to put it on hold. They'd come and try it on. And that, doing that every Wednesday, slowly built a customer base. And those customers are honestly still customers to this day. Um, a lot of them are. They'll leave for a little. They'll come back. You know, I mean, life happens. It's understandable. But they're even if they're not customers, they're friends to this day. Um, yeah, so that's how I did it. And I just kept doing that, kept doing that, kept doing that until, you know, I got busy enough to so have to start hire an employee and then I was able to open a second location and that made me start to have to hire an employee and then I had to learn how to onboard employees like what are the legalities and who do I have to pay taxes to when I have an employee what is minimum wage um like what's a fair pay for what they're doing how do I ask them to do something for me just different things like that how do I schedule them I had to learn all of that and Thankfully, I have the internet in the time that I'm opening a business, but slowly figuring out things like that um, when I opened the second store was interesting and something I really found that I really loved was figuring out the growing pains is like, um, is what I really like, I guess is what, how I would say it. So yeah, I opened a second location. I got the opportunity to open in a really big shopping center in El Paso. Texas and I've been and then I ended up in 2020 closing the first location a smaller one the original um closed it and then like three weeks later COVID hit and we had to shut down for a month only about a month and a half during that month and a half I was like I'm closing my store like like there's no way people are gonna shop after this no one's gonna have money it's gonna be terrible and my lease was actually up at the time so it was kind of perfect timing I wouldn't have to like cancel on my lease so I got, I told my, I'm, my husband now, he was my significant other at the time. He wasn't even my boyfriend, but he's like, no, like, I think you should keep doing it. My parents still the same thing. My sisters, they're like, people are not going to stop shopping. Like life is going to go on. Definitely don't close it. Like you're in a great spot. Um, you just close the other one. You can focus on this one. So I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to try it again for another year. So I signed my lease again for another year. And um, that year, honestly, like, my sales doubled. Well, because I also wasn't splitting the store in half anymore. Like, I didn't have two locations. I had just one. So they did double, but, like, we brought the sales from the other store. Do you know what I mean? Um, Yeah, so I brought one girl back on... um, when I opened, because I'm like, look, we're going to be a drive-thru. It was a drive-thru. I'm like, I don't know how it's going to be, but, like, I have a place for you. I'm going to need help figuring this all out. And we couldn't open the, st- the doors. We had to do, like, pickup options. So we had to figure out how to make our website easy for pickup and how to draw people to buy and then come by, drive-thru, call me when they're outside, and I would run out their bag. Literally, we did that. And people were buying stuff. Like, they were just shopping 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 it was it was pretty wild I was so surprised by the amount of people that were shopping once we reopened and then masks became a thing and masks were such a big income honestly I was making like three thousand dollars a month on masks three to six there were some months where I made six thousand dollars selling masks it was pretty crazy so 
that was for that one year honestly masks were like such a good gravy um I'm like sad they went away because <laughs> people were buying them like crazy and we had some beautiful silk masks that we would sell so we did that this was in 2020 then we got busy I had one girl we got busy enough I had to hire a second girl then we kept you know every month was like busy 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 and then I remember one day we hit three thousand dollars and we were hitting like maybe a thousand maybe a thousand on days and one day we hit three thousand dollars on a Friday and I was like oh my gosh um I think it was Alexis at the time I was like Alexis like we like this is like finally I feel like I hit a breaking point like I finally after three years it was two years two and a half years of being open I was like people are finally like used to us being here they're coming here for their stuff it's it's like finally a comfy spot um where I can see like oh there's potential for growth and like there's potential for more here people like it you know stuff like that and it was an exciting time and then there would be like a COVID shutdown again and that would go back down and it was it was an interesting year for sure 2020 so then that was in October when we hit that three thousand dollar day of 2020 and um so we kind of just have been up and down like obviously every month growing growing but we are I'm putting more money in like I'm investing more into I invested a full-time social media manager and then um like she also does like our creative direction and she also does our e-commerce and then I invested in the store manager so obviously because I moved to Phoenix um I had to have a store manager so I invested in that I moved I opened another store um I started to buy more clothing because you know you're gonna make more money if you have more items right like just natural like you so I started to buy more I started to put out more for the new arrivals I bought double packs and they would sell so like that's how you grow obviously you know you grow more but you have to spend to grow more like it's not like I grew three times and spending the same money like no 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 um you have to invest to grow time energy effort money so many things um so yeah I so now I guess that's where we're at now we're kind of so I'm in right now we're closing our brick and mortar in El Paso and going strictly online um we'll have like a pickup option but that's where the business has is at now um really who knows it's kind of become like a community a brand where maybe I'm just in the process of designing like my own things um and maybe that's where we'll go just because you know you, you can literally buy anything on Amazon now and a lot of the stuff that we sell is on Amazon too and it's like how do you compete with that or you know influencers are pushing these huge stores and I can't compete on that level but I'm like okay I can compete with things that we design our own so we're kind of going to start to shift into that a little bit and then um you know figure out different things for for like build you know this podcast a community who knows what'll come from it like maybe an event um we do do a lot of events but yeah I don't know just honestly the world is the possibilities possibilities are endless I'm not really um putting pressure on anything obviously clothes and jewelry and accessories are our main thing but I think there's so much around the Onyx Sunday girl that it's become um but yeah that's the story of how I started and 
kind of to how I got where I am here. And yeah, hopefully, let's see how long that was. 20 minutes, not bad. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed that and I will chat with you in the next episode. Bye.